Broadcasting live from the North Fulton Business Radio X studio, it's time for To Your Health with Dr. Jim Morrow. To Your Health is brought to you by Morrow Family Medicine, an award-winning primary care practice, which brings the care back to health care. And hello, everyone. Welcome to North Fulton Business Radio X and To Your Health with Dr. Jim Morrow. I'm John Ray, along with Dr. Jim Morrow. Dr. Jim. Hey, John. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm what excited. Are, what are you doing here versus not... You're supposed to be seeing patients, right? Well, I already saw a bunch this morning, but I had a little time this afternoon and <laughs> thought I'd come visit with you and see if you'd let me do a podcast. I love it. I love it. So let's tell everybody what's going on here. I mean, what what this podcast series, this show is all about, what you've got in mind for future episodes. Well... I've always wanted to do something like this on probably the radio. I always thought it would be traditional on-air radio. But um, the reason, really, that I wanted to do this now is because I I love connecting with patients, and patients have available to them so much misinformation. Uh, I see it every day, as you can imagine, in the office, and they listen to whatever on the radio or whoever on the radio, not to name any particular ones, but there's just a lot of bad information out there. So I thought if we did a podcast series, I could take that opportunity to help to educate and inform patients and give them a little bit extra of the Jim Mara feel to medicine and what it's about and what it's like. And I think we'll have fun doing it. Now, the Jim Mara feel to medicine. Now, I've got a full disclosure here. I'm a patient. So, right. so the the Jim Morrow approach to pay, to uh, medicine and healthcare is personal. It is, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you're I'm dating myself by using this analogy, but you're like the Marcus Welby, right? I mean, you're, I like you, that. Yeah. So you're you're personal. Uh, you're easy to talk to, down to earth, all those things. I'm just a guy, just play, uh, practicing medicine, and uh, I. I tell patients to call me Jim because being called Dr. Morris sounds haughty to me. And so uh, I just I want to get to know them. If I know them personally a little bit, I can take better care of them professionally. Uh, it's a much easier relationship if I have to tell them something they don't want to hear down the road. Uh, I feel like they're probably more likely to take my advice if they like the way it's delivered. Yes, and if they uh, if they like the person it's coming from, um, and I've, I'm a, I'm a talker, I like talking to people. Now, you are a doctor, though you're a medical doctor. So let, let, you know you're not just Jim; you are a doctor. Let's talk about your background. I am. I am. <laughs> I uh, I grew up in Greenville, South Carolina. I went to Clemson for my bachelor's and master's. Um, the national champions. The national champions. Thank you very much. Two out of three years. We got to throw that in there. There you go. And um, and then I went to medical school at the University of South Carolina in Columbia. I was in the second class they had, which was a great experience. Phenomenal school. Um, and I've been practicing now since 1985. Uh, I went back to Greenville and practiced for eight years, uh, from 1985 to 93. But I got divorced in 91 and 93. I was looking for an EWFZ, and I found one in Gwinnett County. And so uh, I came down here to Gwinnett. Cool. Now, talk a little bit about why why family practice. I mean, all the specialties you could have gone into, why family practice? 
Well, first, you're supposed to ask me what an EWFC is. Yeah, well, I was going to try to figure that out while you answered this nah, other question. No, 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 no. So in 93, <laughs> I, was, I was looking for an EWFZ, and that's an ex-wife free zone. Oh, now I've got so it. So I, I found okay. that in Gwinnett County and moved down here. Really? Yeah. So Is that common in Gwinnett County? It, it, not anymore, no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> that's... That's why we're doing this show with North Fulton. That's back. right. Now, okay, that's I exactly got it. right. Now it's all coming together for me. That's okay, exactly right. Cool. So, okay. family practice I chose because every time I walk in a room, it's something different. You know, I, I love doing a little bit of cardiology that I do, a little bit of GI that I do, but I don't want to do that every day, all day. And so, I literally don't know what's behind the door when I walk into an exam room. It might be blood pressure, diabetes, a toe, ulcer on a toe a sprained wrist, a back problem, uh, scabies, it could be anything. Um, so it's always interesting to me, uh, and it means that when people stop me at a party or when they meet me and they say, hey, you're a doctor, I got a question about, if I'm a cardiologist and they ask me a question about a knee problem, I'm not going to have an answer for them. So I, I, I like what I do. It's just been a phenomenal experience for me, and I plan to keep doing it. Now, now, how do how do you deal with that? Since since you brought that up, I mean, you're at you're at a dinner party, you're at a cocktail party or whatever, at the ball game, and somebody says, "Hey, you know, my knee's hurting." You know, what what do you suggest? I mean, don't you get those questions all the time? You do get them, and it different people approach it or respond to it differently. Uh, but I like it uh, because it's just another chance for me to talk to somebody and help solve help them solve a problem. Hopefully. And depending on where I am, I might even get a new patient out of it. So that's a good thing, too. And some people just do not like it at all. They don't want to be interrupted. They don't want to be bothered. Um, but I like it. And my wife, Peggy, will tell you that if it's a patient that stops me in a restaurant or something like that, she knows I don't, I don't mind it. <clears throat> and I've told her the reason that they do that is because they trust me. And uh, that's a wonderful thing. You talk like a man that owns your own practice. I mean, you're like an entrepreneur, right? I mean, you're actually interested in new business. I love it. I, I am. Wow. Uh, and I, I do own my own practice. I, I see the people at Northside, which is where I'm affiliated, uh, which means I use them for testing procedures and that kind of thing. Sure. And, uh, you know, Northside, everybody knows, has bought every practice that'll, that, that, that will let them. <clears throat> and every time they ask, I say, well, I'm good right now, but thanks again. Yeah. Uh, because... If I want to change the rug in the waiting room, I don't want to have to ask, and I certainly don't want to have to ask a committee. So I like being able to go change that rug in the waiting room. Sure, sure. Well, and and you've got – so you open your practice. Uh, well, let's stop before we get to that because there's something else about you before we get to the details of your practice uh, that I find interesting, and that's all the work you've done in healthcare IT, because that really kind of leads into some of the great work you've got in your practice. Tell everybody about that. Well, healthcare IT, and sitting here in Alpharetta, Georgia, that's an interesting place to talk about healthcare IT because sure. it is the center of healthcare IT, uh, if not in the country, certainly in the southeast. Uh, I was with a practice incoming. In 1998, I joined them, and soon after that, the, the practice implemented electronic records, and we were one of the first to ever do that, really, a very early implementer of that. And I'm a computer geek. I've always been a geek. 
I've loved computers ever since they first became available to me. And they've always been beneficial to me. So putting them in the exam room and using them for medicine just made all the sense in the world. The practice I was with very soon after that was awarded a national award for our successful implementation of electronic records. And that sent me on a path of being able to have the opportunity to speak to doctors all across the country about healthcare IT and how it could benefit them. Because it's a tremendous advantage to being able to always find the chart and always find the labs and so forth and so on. And so from, 19, from 2004 until, until I opened the new practice in 2011, I really traveled around the country doing that, preaching the gospel of healthcare IT. I would go into a room with 300 docs in it, and I'd stand on the stage and say, I have sinned, I have used paper records, <laughs> and teach them about how to use electronic records. Right. And like I said, preach the gospel of healthcare uh -huh. IT. So I was with this practice, and then uh, in 2009, I had to leave. I was going to... Uh, I was going to shoot somebody if I stayed, probably. Yeah. And so uh, I decided it was best for me to go, go do my own thing. I had a two-year non-compete, 18 months, actually. So I worked for two years as medical director for the software company that we had used all that time and learned a lot about healthcare IT that I did not know. Hmm. And that gave me the chance when I opened Mara Family Medicine in 2011, up and coming, to use that technology and implement not just electronic records, but a host of other solutions that make being a patient there a lot easier and simpler and smoother. Uh, and so you ha can have access to your records. You can check in before you ever even arrive at the office. You can pay your copay if you choose to before you arrive at the office. You can uh, have access to us in a multitude of different ways. Uh, and now I'm adding this podcast to it so that people can hear what I have to say and what I think about different subjects. I love it. So uh, I guess when you're in medical school, they don't really have courses on how to run the the IT of a medical practice, do they? I mean, no, they do not. Absolutely. <laughs> and you get no business experience, no business classes, no right. financial classes, no technology. Now, they may have technology classes today. I went to med school back when the woolly mammoth was still roaming around. So uh, today they probably do have a little bit of technology. But when I came through, no business, no tech, no finance, no nothing. So I've gotten where I am by making an awful lot of mistakes and hopefully learning from most of them. But but this experience, this work experience you have, you, you, you've got something that a lot of physicians just don't have. It's unusual. Uh, to be able to see that the, the IT part of it from the other side. It is unusual, yeah. Yeah. I wish more doctors had the opportunity to do it and to experience it, though, because I think the things that we do at Mara Family Medicine are very beneficial to the everyday care of the patient. But I think it's important to note, and again, I speak as a patient, I mean, you're using IT not to separate yourself from the patient, but just to make the patient experience easier, faster. Right. We're um, doing the exact opposite from separating ourselves from right. them. We're trying to be more inclusive of them so that their connection to us is better and broader and stronger than it would have been otherwise. Yeah, I was uh, refreshed and amazed the first time I went to your office, and I was not handed a clipboard 
with a ream full of papers I had to fill out. Right. You know that you that you really need forty five minutes to do. That wasn't the experience. Well, it's very aggravating to me as a patient because heaven knows I am in a multitude of offices. It's very aggravating to me to go if you have to go twice in the same week and have to fill out the same paper on the same clipboard that you did before. And it's a copy that's been made from a copy that was made from a copy that was made <laughs> from a copy that, you know, and so that you can barely read them. Um, we use a solution called Freesia, which lets you check in, as I mentioned, before you get there. And then if you need to do something registration-wise in the office, it's a uh, looks like an iPad. It's not an iPad. Um, so that lets you do that electronically, and it's, it's seamless. And I, someone tells me every day that they appreciate the way we do that. We're speaking with Dr. Jim Morrow, and Dr. Jim is the uh, founder, the owner of Morrow Family Medicine, and you're listening to To Your Health, which is a brand-new uh, introductory podcast to a whole series of, of great shows on all topics health and wellness and your questions. Uh, so, Jim, I'm curious about just the part the aspect of this, the entrepreneurial aspect of, of this practice and how you've built it uh, with, as you say, without having that expertise, uh, you didn't get an MBA, you got a medical degree, but yet you have proved through some of the awards you've won, and I'm, I'm going to brag on you because you're not going to brag on yourself, I know you, uh, you won the name the Steve Bloom Entrepreneur of the Year uh, Award winner by the Coming for Scythe Chamber. Um, you've also been nominated for uh, Business Person of the Year, North Fulton, Greater North Fulton Chamber. So you've gotten several awards for your business acumen. Well, most of the the success that I've had in the business of medicine has come because of what goes on in the exam room, though. Because what I've done is to go in the exam room and be Jim, just be me, and talk to patients and make them feel comfortable and hopefully practice good medicine at the same time so that they get over what's bothering them, whatever it might be. And then it's a matter of them going out and telling their next six people they see what a great experience they had at Mara Family Medicine. And uh, that's been a tremendous amount of it. Uh, and then I will say also that six years ago, I brought in a fantastic marketing manager. Oh, uh, who would that be? That's my wife, Peggy. <laughs> oh. And she has really rocketed this thing uh, to a level that I wouldn't, I'm not sure I ever really thought it would be. Mm -hmm. So the combination, I think, of, of practicing good medicine, being personable about it, and being somebody that somebody is not either afraid or hesitant to go see, somebody they're willing to tell their friends about, and then having somebody like Peggy who knows how to get the word out otherwise. It's just been a phenomenal combination. Well, and the other thing, I guess, is you're seen in the community. So you're very active in the community along with Peggy. Both of you are very active in the community. And one of those places is with Forsyth BYOT. Right. So tell I have to tell that. this story. I have to tell it from the beginning or it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Peggy and I have known each other since we were 10, fourth grade, and we went to elementary school, junior high school at the time, and then high school, and we were friends and didn't date, because I'll tell you right now, she wouldn't go out with me, and she'll scream in the background, you never ask, mm. and she's right. 
Oh, she's yeah, she's not. The mic got turned off on her right now. Okay, <laughs> good move, Diane. Yeah. So, since after high school, we did not see or hear from each other for forty years, and she arranged the fortieth high school reunion, and I went, and seven months later, we were married. Well, in that seven months, she was coming down here a good bit, and we were sitting at the kitchen table playing gin rummy because we're old, and having a cocktail because we're not dead, and. She said, well, what are you doing for the community? And I said, well, I thought to myself first, you know, I'm trying to impress her. So I got this. I said, well, I'm practicing good medicine. I'm the team doctor for the high school, and I'm on a couple of boards. And she said, well, that's great, but what are you really doing for the community? And I said, well, when you put it like that, I guess nothing. She said, well, we should do something. We should find someone who needs help or support and raise some money and see if we can help somebody. And so to make a long story short, we started the Forsyth BYOT benefit to support children in Forsyth County who don't have access to the technology they do to do their schoolwork, to do research and homework and so forth. And there's a large number of them in Forsyth. You don't think about that with Forsyth County, but there is. Sure. And so we started raising money, and over six years we've raised $300,000 and given it to the Forsyth County Schools. And they use it to put Internet in homes or devices for kids or whatever they might need. And according to Dr. Bearden, the superintendent in Forsyth, as of this year, every student in Forsyth who has that need has that need met because of the fundraisers that we do. Wow. That's a, that's unbelievable. And I, I mentioned, and you did too, BYOT. Uh, that's different from BYOB. <laughs> but Forsyth County Schools have a, an initiative in the schools that they call Bring Your Own Technology, and that's BYOT. And they encourage students to bring devices so they can do research, and they also teach them to use them responsibly, right. which is a huge problem, of course. That's a whole different episode. Uh, they teach them to use them responsibly, and so we named the BYOT benefit after that. And the, for site schools, they're big on at-home learning. So they are. They, 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 like snow days are digital learning days, right? right? That's exactly right. Right. So exactly right. a child or a young, young person that does not have access to that technology is behind whenever that happens. Exactly. As Peggy always says, if you and I are the only two students in class that don't have internet or a device, we're at a distinct disadvantage from compared to everyone else. For sure. For sure. That's, that's a really great work. And the the Forsyth schools, I guess it's one of the best, if not the best, uh, county school system in the state of Georgia. And part of the reason for that is technology. So it's really important, doubly important for those kids that you're helping to have access to that technology. Absolutely true. Good. That's great work. Uh, so talk a little bit about the uh, makeup of your staff your offices, where you're located. Tell us about that. So when I opened in 2011, uh, opened the office in Cumming, which is where I'd practiced. I'd been on the hospital campus there. I was there for 20 years until we moved into a, a new freestanding building in June of last year. Uh, so I started with myself and a PA, but now I have myself and Dr. Patrick Kendrigan, who's just a wonderful addition to our staff. Patrick's just phenomenal um, He's a, a real go-getter. He's a University of Georgia graduate, but, you know, you have to go where you get in. That's not his fault. And uh, so I have him, and then I have uh, fixing to be three PAs. Right now I have two. I have another one starting March 4th. Uh, and I, I'm a big believer in mid-levels because they make care a lot more accessible for people. 
Uh, they practice great medicine. They're sometimes able to take a little bit more time than the physician might because they might not in some cases see as many people. Uh, now, but we have define mid-levels for us. A mid-level, and I probably shouldn't call them that because I've been told they don't like that term, but a physician assistant or a nurse practitioner. Oh, okay. Okay. And in the OBGYN world, a midwife. Um, and so I have the three physician assistants who practice phenomenal medicine. They're incredibly bright. Uh, they have the two that I have now have their own patient population. People call and they say, I want to see Jamie or I want to see Bunny. And then uh, a PA from my former practice is joining us in March, and that's going to be great too. And she also has a, a population of people that are already looking forward to seeing her, I know. Uh, and then two nurse practitioners, nurse practitioners being a little bit different from uh, physician assistants, but in the exam room, the difference is essentially negligible. Uh, and this gives us an opportunity with now working on seven providers to see people when they need us. And my number one thing in medicine, other than being a decent doctor, has always been see people when they need you. It drives me crazy when someone says, well, I called my doctor on Monday and they said, well, we'll see you Tuesday week. Because the truth is they'll either be well or dead by then, and both of those are bad for business. So we see people when they need us. We have a we start our day at seven thirty in the morning. We have a walk in hour from seven thirty to eight thirty. So no matter what the problem is, you can be seen at Mara Family Medicine five days a week, any day you choose. You just show up for the walk in hour. Now the caveat is during flu season and such, you want to show up early, right? Because it can get crowded. We've got a lot of people seeing these patients, so it is, it goes pretty well. But it can get busy because we have been blessed by people wanting to use that time. Well, I happen to know I was one of those folks because I got, I I had my uh, family practice uh, said they couldn't see me for two weeks, and I did think I was going to die. So, uh, f- uh, unfortunately for my wife, you revived me when I went in <laughs> for that walk-in <laughs> time. So that was that's a great way to get inter- introduced to your practice uh, that people can just walk in and uh, have their needs met. It's just important to me, like I said, to see them when they need you. Sure. Because that's, that's, that's what they're looking for. Now, a, a few years ago, you opened an office in Milton. We did. So t- t- tell so everybody about three that. Three years ago, uh, we decided to expand into North Fulton. Um, I had, in the previous practice I was with, I uh, had a lot of patients in the North Fulton area. And if you just drive around here, you can just see the copious numbers of people. It's just crazy numbers of people that live in this area. Uh, So we found a location on Highway 9 right across from Fry's Electronics that had been an Emory clinic previously. So it was already built for medicine. It was already built out. We made some changes and moved in almost three years ago. And that's been great. It's been just a a real good experience. Uh, People down here have accepted us. Uh, We've won the best of North Atlanta all three years we've been here. And I have to say, too, we won best of Forsyth all five years they've had the contest. But the people in, in the North Fulton and Forsyth area have just been really, really good to us. And when I started this practice, I, I thought, well, you know, we might over the years have as many as five locations. Turns out these things are not as easy to do as you might think they might be. And I think two is a good number. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's pretty hard to practice medicine and run a business at the same time, which is what you're talking about, right? Well, the problem is I basically have a widget factory, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to run the factory, but I'm also making the widgets. And it it can be interesting. So, you know, I get there early in the morning to do things, and 
I do things at home at night and weekends, but it's not that different from any other business in that regard, I don't think. But it is, uh, it is challenging. Well, going from one location to two is a, is a bigger deal than it seems, right? I it mean, is. Yeah. It, it is. It seems like it's just one to two, but it's more like one to three, right? It seems like it. Yeah. But like I said, the people down here in, in North Fulton have just been wonderful, and they've responded well to us. Um, I, I see someone every day who says that their neighbor or friend down here told them about us. And uh, so it's it's been really good. And and so, as you said, the office is really easy to find. Uh, both offices are really easy to find. They are. Uh, the Cumming location, we just moved in, I mentioned a minute ago, moved into a new office in Cumming back in June. I'd been on the hospital campus for a long time. And we had, in that office, we had nine exam rooms and a procedure room. And by the time we left there, we had four providers. So it was really crowded, and we moved into a new freestanding location right behind Sprouts at Lakeland Plaza. And that's a wonderful office. We've got 18 exam rooms. We doubled our square footage. You can land a B-17 in our waiting room. Uh, it's, it's spacious, as I tell most people. And it's been a really nice change in, uh, in what we've been doing. Uh, great stuff from Dr. Jim Morrow, Morrow Family Medicine, and the new host of To Your Health with Dr. Jim. Uh, so, Jim, let's tell everybody about what's coming, because we got some very interesting episodes coming up. We do. Um, I've got a, a list of things that I'd like to talk about, from cholesterol to vaccines to colonoscopies and when you need them, when you don't a variety of other things. The first episode we're going to do is about erectile dysfunction. Boy, you're going after it right off the bat, aren't you? Well, you have to grab something uh, that people are going to want to listen to, and I think that's going to be one of them. I think so. I'm I excited so. about that one. That'll be good. I've toyed with subtitles and haven't been able to think of a good one yet, but I think we'll find something. I'm looking forward to that discussion. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be good. But I think also what's cool is you're open to getting folks – uh, to uh, send an email, communicate uh, through social media with their questions. I, I very much am. Uh, I spent the weekend uh, building a website, so we have a brand-new website for the podcast. That's toyourhealth.md, a little bit of a different extension on the end there, toyourhealth.md. So the email you can use if you want to is drjim at toyourhealth.md, or you can tweet us at to your health md so that's on twitter at to your health md and uh, you can come by the office and drop off a suggestion too if you'd like to anything you'd like to do we'd like to hear about potential topics i'd like to hear about your thoughts about anything about medicine that we might be able to share with listeners and uh, i think social media should be a, a big part of this because it's certainly a big part of our lives anymore so uh, that's the things we have set up so far. Sounds like it's going to be fun. Now, uh, there, there's a lot of uh, places and times where we're going to do this. Let's talk about, first of all, the, the frequency uh, that, that we have planned. So we're looking at the second and fourth Wednesday at 1 o'clock for episodes. Um, I think that'll be good. It'll give me time to come up with things to talk about and build the episode and 
if we get lucky, we might even do them more often later on down the road. Yeah, the, you may get deluged by email. We, there, there may be uh, part two of that episode on erectile dysfunction. But anyway, you know, they may be so popular, right? So That's a possibility. <laughs> so Dr. Phil and Dr. Isles, look out. They are the, you better get out of the way because Dr. Jim's on the way. Uh, so uh, let's talk about where folks can find the show. Um, so there's a lot of different places they can find the show. Okay, I know on the Business Radio X North Fulton North Fulton Business Radio website, uh, they can find it there. Uh, you can find it on the toyourhealth.md website. It'll also be on the Facebook page, which is also To Your Health. Um, so there'll be a variety of ways that you can listen or download. And the Morrow Family Medicine website. And the Morrow Family Medicine website. So, so are you going to be updating all these sites, John, or are you going to have me do it? I don't know. I mean, you said you're the website builder, man. I mean, it, here's what's so amazing to me. Can we just talk about this? So you say you're a geek, but then you're like a personal doctor. See, I don't get this. I mean, you're, you're like multi-talented. Well, so are you. Well, but I'm not as talented as you are, man. I can tell you that. So I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. And, you know, I just, this stuff is, is not really work. You know, yeah. being in, in the exam room and being at the office, sure, it's, you got to call that work. But doing things like this where you're building a website or setting up Twitter or something like that, that's, that's not work to me. That's a great way to, to relax from the day and, and unwind while you're enjoying time with your wife. And not only did you set up the website for this this series, but you designed the logo. I did. And here's the dirty little secret on the logo, that I actually had uh, my my colleagues at Business Radio S Radio X ask me who designed that logo. What well, we we want to employ them to do do logos. So you know who knows maybe that's in your future, right? Well, if I ever develop insomnia, I'll get with you and find out, and then I'll have some more time. You could get you get your colonoscopy and a logo at the same place. There you go. Right? There you go. I like it. I love it. I love it. So, as we wrap up here on episode number one, the introductory episode to to your health with Doctor Jim Morrow, any parting words for our friends out there? The main thing I would want to say is that this episode is not only to your health, but it's to you. So I really want people uh, that might be listening to provide us with comments, good or bad, uh, ideas for topics, ideas for anything. Uh, this is not supposed to be me just sitting in a microphone talking, but I want to be telling people things that they want to hear, telling them about subjects they want to hear about. And so uh, if the public will participate with us on this series, I believe it will be a lot better than it would otherwise be. Sounds great. So, folks, you heard it here from Dr. Jim Morrow. Uh, write in, tweet tweet him at uh, on Twitter, at ToYourHealthMD, or by email, Jim at ToYourHealth.MD. Uh, questions that you'd like answered, topics, uh, comments, uh, we'd love to hear them, and uh, you'll uh, send us a note, and you'll hear about it on the other side on a future episode, right? That's right. Sounds great. So looking forward to get going, and uh, uh, we'll wrap this episode up now with To Your Health, Dr. Jim Morrow. Thank you, John. Thank you, John.